Show.com, the Show.com. Hey, we're coming with another live podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys are a wonderful audience and the best audience ever, actually, when it comes down to it. So we appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to refer the show to your friends, neighbors, relatives. Uh, tell them to go to iTunes, Google Play to subscribe to the show. You can also go to youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss, and there you can see not only the live podcast broadcast, you can see all of the uh, reviews, the great products we do. AT&T will be reviewing the Samsung Galaxy S9 pretty soon. You can see the new videos of the Siberian Husky Puppy. So I want to welcome a uh, very interesting guest. This is uh, Kevin Goatee, and Kevin started his journey into comedy in 2010. He writes jokes that can be defined as cerebral fraternity guy material. Yeah, Kevin continues along the unpaid path of a comedian, and he hopes to make it big as a voiceover artist, TV show host, as well as a game show host. He's been practicing since he was five, saying the magic words that every contestant wants to hear, a brand new car. I can't even do that well. You could probably do it much better than I. Uh, he has created, hosted, produced, and directed the show's comics, watching comics on Amazon Video, how about them apples, and License to Kill, No Odd Job, on Twitch TV. Welcome to the show, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? How's it going, sir? Thanks for having me. I appreciate the time. Yeah, yeah. So you've got some shows on Amazon Video and Twitch TV. Those are two big platforms that are doing well for video. Um, tell us about what you've been up to, what got here, and uh, all the good stuff. I, uh, oh my God, what got me here? Jesus, I've uh, I've been in comedy for eight years now, and if you're in comedy, you should really know that just to make it, quote unquote, you're not gonna just make it in stand-up comedy. You gotta have your hand in different things. Uh, hence why the shows, voiceover, all that good stuff. And it's funny when I first started out in comedy, I never would have thought I'd, I'd be venturing down these unknown roads, and I have. And uh, comics, bunch of comics came about. Uh, boy, three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. I was in an open mic one night, and a friend and I were just texting back and forth because the comedians at that mic that night were just fucking awful. <laughs> so <laughs> we were just texting, just talking shit back and forth. Said, you know, this could be like a show, like a funny show, but you know, I just can't have a show where we shit on people. That's wrong. It's bad karma. All that stuff. <laughs> so, uh, oh, you you like it already? Great! I got another viewer coming up. Perfect. There you go. I'm yeah. gonna be checking it out on Amazon Video. Like I said, yeah. yeah. So it really made me have the idea was like at the time last comic standing was on, I think it's last season and last comic standing that last season was just fucking terrible. I mean, Norm MacDonald was the only panelist who offered any real insight. The other panelists were just offering, you know, fluffing each other up, kissing, kissing ass. Oh, that was really good. And it was mediocre at best. So I'm like, well, let's do a show where people are actually legit real. And if they have to be mean, so be it. Uh, and the idea really is to promote intermediate comedy. Uh, a lot of comics here in the in the city. I'm in New York. Uh, I live in North Jersey, but I'm you know I'm a New York comic. That's where I do all my work pretty much. It's uh it's there's so many great comedians and not enough stage time. And uh, I'm just trying to give a voice to those who are try who are getting better and uh, kind of also peeling the the curtain back for those not in comedy and showing people what it's like on the journey. How comics watch comics, how we bust balls, what we say when we see comedians on stage, how we can break down jokes, kind of just really take you into our world and mm -hmm. showing you what it's like. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really interesting. I, I've been a fan of uh, Artie Lang's show uh, and uh, 
It's on HBO. It's the couch surfing guy. I forget what it, it's something on couch surfing, but it's the comedian who he plays a guy who's up and coming in the comedy world. And, and it, it, I don't know if it's an accurate portrayal of the behind the scenes. It might be more comedic uh, theater, but uh, it's interesting. The aspects of people pulling back that curtain and showing what goes on beyond there. So I guess you guys take that to a reality step and, uh, and do comics troll the other comics? Are they, is it a, is it a, I mean, you're busting balls. I know that comics do that a lot behind the scenes. Um, is uh, what, what sort of format is it when it's when it's comics watching comics? Is it is it cruel? Is it mean? Is it is it a? Um, uh, I forget the word I'm looking for, but the, uh, the there's the panel where you take and where you take and just sear everybody and and uh, and everybody gets burned and it's all in the state of comedy. No, we don't want to do that. Uh, it's that that again. That, that's that's bad, just bad karma, just to sit there and fuck with people. Besides, how many people would want to be on the upcoming seasons if that were to be yeah. shown as is? You know, I want to get so, torn apart of the yeah, show. Yeah, you can only shear sheep once. No, the idea is to promote comedy, and, and we, we we do pick a winning comedian to perform at a showcase at Gotham Comedy Club in the city at the uh, end of every uh, season or two. So that's like the prize we dangle for everybody, and that that oh. live show will air on Amazon. As mm -hmm. well, I mean, we offer advice. We, we, you know, we say, "Oh, that's a good joke." You know, it can make it better. Boom, boom, boom. Um, and if they're great, we let them know it. And again, the 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 shitting on the the, the contestant—it's part of the show. It's definitely not the main, the focal point of the show. Um, it happens. I mean, that's only if people are really that goddamn awful. <laughs> well, I, you know, I've I've uh, I've. I've watched a lot of comedians and they talk about how when most comedians start out, they're just, they're going to be bad and you just have to get stage time and you, and you have to work through it. Uh, at least that's what, you know, I've, I've seen comedians talk about. Um, and I, I, so I guess it's more like a, 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 a way to help improve other comedians, I suppose. I'm going to have to watch the show obviously to uh, get a good grasp of it, but uh, we'll help our audience through this as we go through it. Um, yeah. And so, was it really hard to get a show on Amazon? Were they are they con are they looking for shows? What what was your journey in getting that show on Amazon? Right, I uh, I had it on YouTube first, mm -hmm. and then I had I met somebody who has a tie in with Amazon, and that's how it got in. So yeah, I mean Amazon is looking for stuff, and I wish I had a better, cooler, you know, rags to riches <laughs> story about how I got on there and how blood, sweat, and tears and I finally climbed the mountain and made it happen. Nope, I know somebody. So that's how I got on. So uh, give us some, who, who are some of the great comedians you've had on so far? Uh, let's see. Jason Scoop is going to be actually, he won season one, and he's going to be a panelist you'll see on season mm -hmm. six. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's he was on the uh, USA show First Impressions last year. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, something I think would be, it's pretty good. We have a lot of... Um, a lot of uh, the panelists you'll you'll recognize, maybe you'll recognize Jimmy Failure. He now uh, is his own show on Fo he's on the on Fox News. Uh, Tron Lynch created Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV a few years mm -hmm. ago, many years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, Gino Bisconti, you're a fan of Artie Lang, and you know who Gino Bisconti is. That's yeah, one of his yeah. uh, guys. Gino is on season five, and he will be on the All Star version, which we're editing right now. And uh, I'm trying to think who else you may know. Jeffrey so Gurian, who, uh, if you uh, know who he is, he's been around forever. He wrote for Rodney Dangerfield. He wrote for Joan Rivers. He wrote for Dice Clay. He's written for a ton of comics. So uh, it's uh, we're uh, we're gonna and we'll be getting bigger names down the road. Believe you me. 
So, <laughs> uh, so you guys have multiple seasons now. You're you're over five seasons. Uh, you mentioned five. Right. Yeah, so, season, yeah, season six is about to come out in the next week or so. So keep your eyes peeled on that. But yeah, five seasons on Amazon right now. Cool. So that's awesome. I mean, you basically took this from YouTube and, and moved it to there. Has uh, Twitch been good to you so far? I know Amazon buying them. That I just was recently looking at my Twitch account and noticed they've done a whole uh, redo of the dashboards and everything that goes into that in uh, improving and being able to do a show. Right. Uh, I've only done one episode on the, for the, for the oh, Twitch okay. show. So uh, okay. too, early, too early to tell. Too early to tell. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. I remember when Twitch came to me years ago, I had my YouTube channel, and they wanted me to come over there. And I was like, I was like, uh, well, what are you guys doing over there that I should leave YouTube and the money? And and they're like, yeah, we have people making twenty grand a month over here, uh, uh, playing videos of them playing video games. And I said to the vice president, <laughs> I said to him, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You mean people are People are watching other people play video games. Like that's stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and it's one of the biggest times I've ever been wrong in my life. I know <laughs> you would you, you would think that it's just it's yeah. Strange. I was just I was just like, why would people do that? But uh, after being the community, I get it. And and what's funny now is they they don't want anything to do with me. They're like, oh, let's have so many Twitch views, we can't give you advertising. I'm like, screw you. I'll stay with YouTube. But. Right. Uh, no, it's great. You've you've gone through the journey. You said eight years of being a comedian, and and now you've got the show on Amazon. Um, I really love what Amazon's doing. They 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 put a lot of good shows. Goliath was the show I was thinking of that I really was impressed first on Amazon. I love the uh, the show with the uh, guys from Europe. Uh, I'm so horrible with names and titles. Uh, it, it's the show with the three guys from Europe that they, they do the racing cars and stuff like that. And they're always testing out uh, hot, cool new cars and they have a kind of a funny banter, but Amazon's really done a lot of great things with, with, you know, adding on the competition of quality because network TV has really gone in the toilet. And I, I can't, I haven't been able to watch network TV for probably over a decade. It's just awful. And, and half the time on network TV, they, they do this, they do, when you come in from commercial, they actually do like a preview now, and then they and then sometimes they just do like post and they just they just stretch out I don't know like a five minute fucking script into like somehow an hour, and of course uh, what forty minutes of his commercials for medications, which you probably need right. after watching the show, um, and so I've been really impressed by going to Amazon because I can watch really good quality shows. I mean the money that Amazon seems to be spending over there. Is really awesome, and uh, I think that I think it just makes a huge difference. And anything that can give more competition, Netflix is doing the same thing. Um, anything that can give more competition to better content out there and, and higher quality content, geez, right. I'm all for it. I, I definitely love it. So, right, where, where do you see the show going over over the future? What's uh, what or your career and, and what you're doing? I see it. We're actually in talks right now of having it at a, at a casino a couple times a month, a, uh, and we'll see if we get that happening. Mm -hmm. Where we do live shows at, at casinos where people can uh, and do it and, and be part of the show that way as well. So I, I really see this as like a kind of like an American Idol slash last comedy last comic standing tour where we take some of the winners around or and the and the winners and panelists around as well as we do like the actual local live shows in 
you know, Atlantic City, Vegas, wherever, you know. So, yeah, we're in talks mm -hmm. for that right now. So that's where uh, we are with the, in regards to that show. I've always followed the stories of, of uh, you know, the comedy club in L.A. Um, and, uh, you know, I was recently hanging out with one of my friends who did comedy back in the day. Uh, he was never a huge comedian. Uh, but he, you know, the way you got, the way you got, uh, the way you got stage time was you babysitted Polly at the, at the comedy store. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and so it, it's, it was interesting to me. It used, it seemed like there was kind of a while there. I don't know if it was the late eighties or nineties where there was comedy places opening up around the nation, even in kind of some rural areas and stuff. And I guess some of those that maybe have closed down, there's just not as many of them as much. Is it is it just there's not as much stage time for comedians now, or is there just so many people who want to get into the business that that they're just uh, deluging it? There's a lot of people in the, in trying to get in and make this happen. Mm -hmm. Really, yeah. yeah. Well, it probably gives you good fodder for the show because there's so many people trying to get in. There's probably a whole lot of people really doing some bad comedy because they're they have to learn the hard way and uh, trial by fire. And so you guys probably have a lot of great material for that. Yeah, it's uh, it, it can yeah it can be. That's for sure. <laughs> we see a lot of good. We see a lot of bad. Uh, well, not a lot of bad. We see it's like a bell curve. Like when you're in school, you see some A students B, and then more B, and then a lot of C, and then some D, and then a, a little bit of F. So yeah, yeah. You know? Some of my favorite comedians are are people that really love to kill and or uh, they they love to die to kill. They, they can die on purpose, and they can do it so artfully and so well that when they die, they kill. And like Norm McDonald's is a big one of those. Uh, the, the comedian from Taxi was good at that, um, where they, <laughs> they were just funny. And, and they're, they're good enough to where the, the, uh, the audience gets in on the act. And Norm McDonald's is just a brilliant comedian. You mentioned him earlier. Uh, I just, I, I think he's probably underrated in most people's minds is probably one of the greatest comedians of our time when it comes to his writing on Saturday Night Live and everything else that he's done. Um, I would agree. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Artie Lang's, uh, followed him through his journeys of stuff from Howard Stern to, to what he's doing now. But uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I've listened to comedians. I, I At one point I, I thought about maybe doing that and stuff, but I just didn't really think I was that funny. Um, and I don't remember stuff. Well, obviously I can't remember most of the names of the shows and names of people that I want to remember. So God forbid I should try and memorize a monologue, but yeah, I, I would think that you would have a lot of great material for that show and it should be pretty darn awesome. Um, so, I mean, I guess this is the trajectory of being a comedian. You go from being a comedian to working on shows to sometimes producing and writing your own shows. Um, and, uh, Either we end up seeing you in movies, whether serious or not. It's kind of interesting some of the takes that people have gone to. Like, I remember uh, growing up with uh, Steve Martin and his albums, you know, when he was first doing the King Tut thing. And then it was kind of disheartening. I mean, he did become a great movie star, but then he kind of left comedy for the most part. You know, like, hey, man, I wish Steve Martin would come back and be funny because he was really – I kind of enjoyed him funny then in L.A. Story. That's what I'm saying. Not Sorry. a fan of LA story. I mean, I saw the theater. I, I don't remember being. I was like, what, eighty nine? I wasn't that crazy yeah. about it. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, he's, he's a great actor. I, there's a lot of great movies he's done that I've liked. I certainly, I hated, and, and maybe it's because I, I don't have a wife and kids, but I hated the movies where he had like ten fucking kids. But I, I realized yeah, yeah. 
I really think there's a target. Oh, no, or, yeah, is it Daddy Daycare or oh, or or Cheaper by the Dozen? I think it's one of those. Cheaper by the Dozen, yeah, where he has like a billion kids, and and I suppose that's some sort of slapstick comedy, which I just find cheap. But uh, right. what can you do with it when it comes down to it? So it should be a great show. Um, how long do you guys have a contract that goes, or does Am does Amazon just uh, do you from? Month to month, or no, we go as long as we want. Year, uh, season to season. We, I, and the good news is that I could take it off whenever I want to. Like, I mean, and right now the real money is still in, um, like network or cable TV. So if, I, mm -hmm. if a show wanted to come by and say, "Hey, we want to pay you for your shows," uh, I can take it right off and say, "Okay, bye, see you later." So wow. I can, uh, yeah, so that's good news. Cool, cool, man. And uh, do they do they do they have a set up with your show where they put in commercials or? No, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm really independent. Like only thing Amazon does is just pay me for views, and that's it. They don't. You know. Wow. They, yeah, I don't get any budget. I don't get anything like that at all. It's all in my own pocket. I, I finance things since day one, and I just get paid for for views from, from Amazon. Cool. Well, it must be doing well and being a hit. So that's pretty awesome there. Which I'll thank you. I'm trying, man. <laughs> that's for yeah. that's for goddamn sure. I am trying. Yeah, I go into my uh, Amazon on my PS4 and watch the shows on the big TV. So I'll definitely be checking it out. Anyway, Kevin, uh, do you want to give us plugs as to what websites people can go to check this out? Sure. ComicsWatchingComics.com. Uh, look for it, of course, on Amazon. Comics Watching Comics. Uh, season 6, like I had said, should be out on Twitter. on uh, is, uh, At Comics Watching. Facebook, Instagram, Comics Watching Comics. Uh, I'm Kevin Goatee, Kevin, uh, K-E-V-I-N-G-O-O-T-E-E.com -E -E uh, as well to find my dates and such. Uh, at Kevin Goatee, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. But yeah, check out Comics, Watch Your Comics. It's the big one. And uh, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll try and figure out when the next uh, License to Kill No Odd Job is going to air, but hopefully soon. But uh, no, that's uh, that's the gist. Give me, uh, give me a look, watch a show, like it, give a review. Mm -hmm. And that's that. All right. Well, thanks, Kevin. And we certainly appreciate our audience for tuning in today. Be sure to refer the show to your friends and relatives. Uh, be sure to go to iTunes.com or uh, you can go to Google Play, YouTube.com for us, Chris Voss, and see all the shows we do over there. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We certainly appreciate it. We'll see you next time.